0: It was the best of times, it was the blurst of times, it was the best, it was
1: the best, it was the best of times, it was the blurst of times, it was the best, oh, stupid Welcome to the first episode of Shaken Not Noob, a completely different version of Shaken Not Noob where we only talk about video games, no movies, no comic books, nah. I'm your host, D.J. And with me as always, well this is the first episode of Shaken Not Noob, <laughs>
0: The Technically, act- that's a 100% strike rate, so that is always... <laughs>
1: yes, <laughs> that is the Fuzzy Dan who is now Shaken Not Noob, as
0: well as Who Spiked the Puns. Hello! How are you, Fuzzy Dan? I'm great, I get to do hello again. <laughs> Twice a week! <laughs> coming at you live! Yes, yeah, so essentially
1: with Shaken Not Noob, we're going to talk about essentially what we've been playing, all the new releases that's coming out that we don't get to talk about on Shaken Not Nerd, what we've been playing, and we get to give proper, in-depth video game reviews...
0: Finally, a forum to talk about video (laughs) games for nerds. It's not like two people haven't sat there and done that before, have they? (laughs) No, this is the first time. It is a world first. We're at a brewery. I mean, nerds don't leave the house, do they? Oh, I do. Okay. To buy new games.
1: Yes. Because I don't have... (laughs) My Australian internet speed is not good for downloading games.
0: (laughs) You've not heard of Amazon with door-to-door delivery, buddy? They don't do that here, do they? Yeah. Straight to your door. Well, this isn't an Amazon podcast. (laughs) Amazon sent us
1: shit. (laughs) <laughs> we totally need sponsorship um, But essentially yeah So we're going to go through What we've been playing This week And of course Straight off the bank It's been a, out for What about a month, Got a, month and a month and a bit And that is the PlayStation 4's Spider-Man
0: Round 1 Fight
1: Spider-Man Spider-Man Fuzzy You've been yes. playing it I've been playing it Yes I have What do you think What do you think about it so far What's the give us? Give us the story Without <laughs> using The
0: letter spider <laughs> <laughs> The letter spider uh, AB <laughs> Spider uh, Spider-Man. It is a story of Peter Parker becoming. Well, he's already Spider-Man in this one, so you skip all the three set, or the four pre- years. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Uh, but he's still, you know, coming to terms with himself in this one and he's learning to connect with some of the people in his community mm. uh, unfortunately MJ plays quite heavily in this one uh, <laughs> at least it's not cursing dance. Uh but we do get uh, an appearance in this also from uh, a, a, another Spider-Man character from the other Spidey multiverse yes. uh, Miles what's his face Morales that's the one <laughs> uh, he, he shows up and he's uh, like Spider-Man's Go-to guy, so yeah, it's it's great. There's a there's a, an expansion of the Spider-Man universe. We're looking at a, a whole raft of Spidey villains in this one. The raft, a raft. I see what see? you've done there. See what you did? Um, yeah, so you get to play against all of those. You get to see um, Spider-Man swinging around New York like you've never seen him before in a photorealistic New York. It's pretty close. It's, it's pretty close. Yeah, I, both, I don't know if you know this, but we've both been to New York. <laughs> <laughs> I've been on a plane before. <laughs> uh, it's great. I, I enjoyed swinging around New York um, and seeing the sights and climbing on the ball in Wall Street and doing all of that stuff. It was fun. It's yep. a really enjoyable game. Combat's good. Uh, very simple system. Um, probably not as... Just, Space Age and high-tech is the old Batman, um, Arkham Asylum games, they, as far as yeah. the fighting system goes, but a very similar format to
1: it's, that. Yeah, it's, it's identical in relation to, in Batman, you get the little, like, Batman essentially has a spider sense in the Arkham games where you'll see a flash of an enemy when they're yes. about to hit you and then you hit the dodge button.
0: So Spider-Man has a, has a Batman sense in this game? Yeah. yeah. Or a Spidey sense, I mean, you know. Nah, whatever. I don't like that sound of that. <laughs> it says like that copyright. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, like the combat system's good. There's a lot of RPG elements to this as well. So there's um, you can go through and do different little side missions and get different little power-ups, different suits that give you different mm. special abilities. So yeah, it can sort of customise combat the way you want it to, do,
1: uh, to it's- be. It's uh, as 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 much as a trope as it is. It's it's your Spider-Man. Yes. Uh, if you and and essentially, when I played this game as well, is I didn't like wearing the the standard video game suit with the big white spider on it. Yeah. I wasn't a big fan of it, so I swapped it out to the uh, the Civil War Spider-Man suit.
0: Yeah. Which good to hear that you didn't like it because I also did not like this new suit with like the he's like wearing shoes. There's he's, a lot he's, of Spider Man outfits where he's wearing shoes, and that really disturbs me. Yeah, reason.
1: the blue goes all the way down to his ankles where he's just got little, like, slip-ons, like slippers. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's like, like Spider Man's wearing Crocs. Spider Man yeah. <laughs> can't be fighting in no Crocs. <laughs> Ooh, comfortable. <laughs> I mean,
1: he is comfy, but he ain't climbing no walls. He kicked someone in the face wearing Crocs before. I don't know if you know this, but it's comfortable. <laughs> Oh my god! I've never been kicked that comfortably before. <laughs> but um, all right, so we are of course going to talk a wee bit about spoilers as well, seeing as the game has been out for a month. Uh, if you haven't played Spider-Man, of course, I'll put some time coding in the bo- in the bottom in the description. You can more than welcome to skip forward. Uh, but time to w- talk about some positives and negatives. The main aspect of the story,
0: Fuzzy Dad. Um, the main aspect of of positives and negatives of the story? Yes. Okay. Um, Look, I think it leaned too heavily on some of the side characters. There's a lot of... Like, they play into that connection with Peter to New York City. So there's a lot of, uh, hey, go here and help Aunt May, or here, go help Miles, or here, go see MJ. And then those MJ side missions. Wow. What a snooze fest. (laughs) You really found them that snoozy? (laughs) (laughs) Look, I... In a game, in a superhero game where you get to be a Spider-Man, literally flying around New York City or swinging around New York City, yeah, web to web, uh, the last thing I want to be doing is pretending to be a teenage journalist reporter sneaking around a warehouse trying not to be seen by characters. Like it, it didn't fit into the overall feel of the game. It would, it would work a little bit safer for something like a Batman because it's a that. The stealth goes with the character of Batman, but sure. not really much of a Spider-Man. But have Spider-Man sneaking around? like It, it felt—it took me out of the story because I was just thinking, how long until I can finish this to get to the next part? It's, it's like you know, someone put the big handbrake on the game as soon as MJ came on the scene.
1: I think you do it about four times and yeah. MJ. You do, there's one of them that... Um, and like, it was four too many. <laughs> <laughs> there was one of them I quite liked, which was um, there is a, there's no Green Goblin in uh, this game. But there are, of course, being the Spider-Man universe, Norman Osborn is in it. There are yeah. hints towards the Green Goblin coming in a possible DLC or expansion or, or the next game. Yeah. And when there's a mission where you're MJ inside his house and you see a helmet that can pick up structural weaknesses and stuff that you have to put on to find clues around the house. And you're like, okay, that's going to be the Goblin Mask. Yeah. You go into a hidden bat cave sort of room and there are pumpkin bombs there and there's a glider there and all that sort of stuff. So Okay. That kind of works. But playing as yeah. Miles, though, is a lot better than playing as MJ, I found. Yeah, well, he could at least jump. So you know. <laughs> <laughs> the, There's a, the encounter with the Rhino, which is the last time he plays Miles, was yes. fantastic.
0: Because yeah, that is
1: cool. a, rather than just being MJ, I, I can't be caught behind the counter.
0: Oh, no, he spotted you from 50 meters away. You have to redo that last 10 minutes. But with, with playing as Miles against the Rhino, it's more of a
1: fear thing. Like, you don't want to get caught because you will get killed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, and him just coming through walls and throwing things at you and all that sort of stuff. It's, it's pretty good. It gets attention going.
0: What did you think about the um, the backstory with uh, Doc Ock or Doctor Octavius? Well, yeah, it? he was the big
1: the no one knew was in the game until, of course, everyone played the game was Doctor Octopus. Um, yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed his. I, I'm not huge in relation to knowledge and rele- for his comic book character, but having yeah. that sort of his brain is incredibly—you know—he's an incredibly smart character, but his body is failing, so he's using those limbs to keep him up and moving.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I,
1: my only knowledge is sort of the Alfred Molina. I want to make a yeah. sun in my hand, yeah, um,
0: <laughs> a warm light for all mankind. Yeah, he doesn't sound like that, but you know that's what he said at
1: some point. <laughs> um, but I kind of like that idea that yeah, his brain is fading. He has a grudge against uh, against Norman Osborn. He wants to go fight off Norman Osborn, and yeah. then and he starts
0: going crazy. He and... starts going nuts and nuts. Yeah,
1: um, I really really like that. I like the the use of similar to how Batman did it. Is we don't need to introduce and show you how Two Face became Two Face or how Mister Freeze became. We already know those. Batman and Spider Man have similar rogues galleries in relation to uh, popularity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just like cool. There's Electro. There's the Vulture. There's this. Yeah. And they were really, really cool. I, I liked how they introduced those characters and then they used Dr. Octopus to just... We haven't been introduced to him in this universe yet. Let's actually make him. Make him, a, yeah. Big thing.
0: Yeah. He, like, he was like the Lex Luthor of this universe, right? He's just like stirring up the trouble and like causing the chaos around him.
1: I found that from Norman. And yeah. I found okay. the first time you see Norman, I don't know if this is true or not, but the first time... You even hear his voice, he goes, Peter Parker, and it sounds like Kevin Spacey. Oh. And then it doesn't sound like him for the rest of the game.
0: That's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, oh, maybe they got Kevin Spacey and then they just got rid of him. (laughs) They got Kevin Spacey in for one line, he touched an intern, and they're like, no, get the fuck out, Kevin Spacey. He touched a volume knob. (laughs) Get out. (laughs) No, not for you. (laughs) Um, Sexually harassed the mixer. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> was he slow? <laughs> um, but what about uh, negatives? Is there anything you don't like about the story of the game?
0: Okay, um, like I said, the, the MJ stuff took me took me away from that, and it is part of the like the core storyline to get the, yep. the whole game, which was uh, it, like I, I was saying to you earlier. I played this with my kid a, a few times, and we play, got up to an MJ mission. And he said. Oh, no, not another MJ one. And then just, like, left the rooms. <laughs> so, we like, you know, this is a game aimed at, you know, all ages, and the kids are walking out of it. Like, they, you know that it's not a good content. Yeah. And, you know, there was a little bit of a, like, they've had a relationship, they've fallen out, they're getting back together, she knows he's Spider-Man. So it was very, like, it felt very much like they drew from the original Spider-Man series, like yeah. movie series. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It just didn't feel like it was necessary in the in the ho- the overall driving storyline. So, yeah, I thought they could could have done without that. Otherwise, great. It was suspenseful. It was fun. There was a lot of action going on. There's a few twists and turns around some of the characters you meet, and uh, like the guy who runs the uh, the the feast centers. Ah, uh, uh, Martin yeah. Lee. Yeah, and he turns out to be some super... Mister Negative. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> you comic book real well. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Me nerd, great. Um, yeah, so I thought that was a really good aspect of it I thought like, there were some really cool characters in there The way that they introduced them and played them into it The, the Doc Ock stuff was fantastic for yep. me It like, played it well, it was interesting to follow Like Some of the little you know, mini-games that they had And they were great fun So, you know, keep doing that like,
1: The mini-games the- I did find really, really enjoyable Like Normally with, with games that have mini-games it's even similar aspect to Bioshock Where you have to, you know pivot tubes with water moving through the tubes and stuff I found the Spider-Man minigames I was actually going into the labs and deliberately doing the minigames because they were fun yeah absolutely
0: yeah Mm. and there was some some great bonuses to it and like a raft of great um, uh, outfits for Spider-Man to wear so many of them
1: well that that leads uh, to the second question going away from negatives for for one moment did you have a favourite outfit and a favourite... Because every outfit you unlock in the game, of course, gives you a suit power. Yes. So the the standard suit gets you, uh, you know, if you if you haven't used your suit power, and I think it's like a two or three minute period, you click both thumbsticks at the same time and it gives you an instant focus, which lets you heal yourself
0: or lets you finish someone or whatever. Yeah. Did you have a particular
1: favourite suit and power? Um,
0: <laughs> so my favourite power I'll start with, because it's great, uh, the, we, the web bomb one, so you jump up in the air and you just spin around and just... Uh, shoot you get that from on the classic everybody. suit. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was awesome. It was a great move, and it it was really, it helped to clear out a lot of the the easy guys in fights so you could focus on the tougher characters. Yep. Um, But I did also enjoy the Iron Spider suit. Uh, Oh, with the arms? uh, Yes, with the arms because that was a great power as well. So yeah, yeah. So I thought though, like yeah, the suit for Iron Spider was great. Um, The Ghost Rider suit was pretty amazing too. So Uh, uh, Ghost Spider, yeah, uh, yeah, it was was pretty cool. He lights people on fire, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He lights, he lights the ground on fire around him and sets people on fire. He's got a flaming skull for a face. The only problem I had with that one was the jaw didn't move. Like so, it's just oh, yeah.
1: So when he talks, the jaw doesn't move. Yeah, which was uh, the only problem I had with that. Yeah. Um,
0: but he, yeah. he, he looks amazing. It's such a cool character suit. So, and yourself.
1: Um, This actually, on a side topic, this video game's got me into reading the characters from the costumes. Yes. Um, So at the moment I'm on my second playthrough of it because I accidentally wiped my new PlayStation 4 (laughs) uh, and I'm playing it again. Uh, You're welcome. (laughs) The Ben Riley Scarlet Spider outfit, which is the uh, red outfit with the blue hoodie. Oh yes, it's yeah, one yeah. of the earliest suits you unlock. And the Spider Man twenty ninety nine, which is that purple and red Batman looking one with the fins coming out of the arms. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that's okay. Um, and the suit power I mainly used was the the Spider Bro, which is the little drone that comes out of your chest from the um, Civil War uh, yeah. Homecoming suit. Yeah, and then until you unlock the quips. So there's an outfit that's all cell shaded <laughs> That's right. And it's the suitability is quips. And every five seconds, you click the thumbsticks and he just tells a joke. Yeah. And it just works so well when you dodge a bullet for someone and you <laughs> click it. And it's just like, were you meaning to hit me? Like, it just works really, really well.
0: It looks great. Like It looks like you're in some old school like comic strip playing as Spider-Man. Yeah. Like, it's pretty cool. It works perfectly. Yeah.
1: But uh, negatives for story for me, the one thing that graded me, and this would have made it a 10 out of 10, but it's now a nine, unfortunately, Um, is through the events of the game, Dr. Octopus releases this sort of contaminant known as uh, Devil's Breath, and he releases it in Times Square. And uh, there's probably about maybe, depending on how quickly you go through the next campaign missions, probably about an hour to two hours of New York just being in chaos. Yeah. And it's only Spider-Man. Yeah. There's an Avengers Tower there. No Avengers go like, hey, something's going on in New York. Let's go back and check it out. Yeah. Um... Uh, same thing as well, when you pick up the backpacks throughout the game, one of the backpacks you get is a is a card for uh, Matt Murdock, Attorney. Yeah. And I'm like, you fight crime in Hell's Kitchen at some points. Let Daredevil have a little cameo. Sure. Or, or even
0: uh, let Danny... Punisher show up and kill yeah. some dudes.
1: In <laughs> the original PlayStation game for Spider-Man, Daredevil was there, Punisher was there, the Fantastic Four, everything were there. Yeah. And there was just no love for those characters. And their, their reasoning was they don't want to introduce those characters because then the player will go, well, let me play as Iron Man. And then it'll be like Grand Theft Auto Five, but for the Marvel Universe. Yes, yeah, but
0: uh, look, like they yeah. they paid a lot of homage to the the, the villains, but they didn't really go for mm. yeah that that hero side of it. So it felt very much like Spider-Man against the world, like he's in his own little bubble. I yeah, but yeah. then you you put in the Sanctum Sanctorum,
1: and you put in uh, Alias Investigations and Rand Enterprises and stuff. Yeah. But and you can no- go around and take a photo of all of them. Exactly. Like even to the point where you, you see the Sanctum Sanctorum, which stupidly enough is next to MJ's apartment, yeah. and he goes, I feel strange every time yeah. I'm around here. And I'm just like, "Look, that's fine. I have no problem with Spider-Man making a shit joke, but just <laughs> put him in the game somewhere. Make yeah. it something like there's a, there's multiple parts in the game where you think Spider-Man's going to you know get killed or he's going to get crushed or something sure. and have something happen. Yeah, Like a portal and he drops through the floor and it's Doctor Strange there or something. That'd
0: be cool. Like yeah, a few more Easter eggs, you think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because they didn't really, like, there was some stuff, like, there was some cool nods to the Spider-Verse, but they weren't really Easter eggs as such. Like, it felt like it was just there. Well, the the one thing that they didn't put in the game, which was quite interesting,
1: is there's no uh, symbiote suit. Yes. That you can't pick. Disappointing. But at the end of the credits of the game, um, we find Harry Osborn inside Norman's apartment, Yeah, inside a giant tank full of green liquid, and the symbiote's in there with him. Ooh! So we could very well be getting the symbiote in Spider-Man Two or the DLC uh, for sure. DLC, that yeah, is
0: absolutely, one hundred percent DLC happening. So it's pretty interesting <laughs> stuff. Yeah, cool.
1: So fuzzy, if you had to give this a review before we move on to our next game, because we're spending fifteen minutes on a video game, we're not yes. rambling on for too long, and well, we've got two yeah. other games to talk about.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: if you had to give this a review out of ten, what would you give it?
0: I'm gonna give this a solid eight out of ten. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I'm finding that I have done a playthrough once, and I kind of don't want to go back. I don't know if it's because I've got other games that I'm playing right now that are the main focus, Yep. but I've played through it and I've gone, yeah, that was cool, great experience, and it was just a kind of one-and-done kind of thing. I, I, I would prefer a little bit more mileage out of some of those games, like especially for a AAA. Yeah. Uh, it may come back, they may have some DLC, you know, new missions, new you know, new baddies, new suits, I'll come back and play it then I but think the
1: first DLC is October
0: okay there yep. you go so I'll, I'll wait for that but um, until that yeah 8 for now I think that's a it's a good solid score yep great game best Spidey game for fucking a million years so, yeah yeah absolutely good stuff
1: well and yourself I'd give this uh, yeah flat out 9 <laughs> That, that one uh, problem with not having any other superheroes but having a plethora of villains yep. uh, as well as you know having all the Easter eggs for Avengers Tower and all that sort of stuff but just not having them in it was a bit of a like hey look, it's a bit of a tease, but New York's gonna go to shit and people are gonna die and you know are every- so people gonna die <laughs> <laughs> And no Avengers think that's worthy of them coming from the West Coast because Spider-Man says they're on the west coast. And, yeah, no, nah, I didn't like that. Um, but this game did make me go buy a, a PlayStation 4.
0: Of course it didn't, <clears throat> because you needed to. Because, yeah, PlayStation-only game, exclusive. There's not a lot of these these And days I nearly special. bought the uh,
1: the deluxe red Spider-Man PlayStation. I saw it on sale for <laughs> uh, it was 650 bucks, and I contemplated it for a good long while. Mate, you've got too much money to spend on Lego to uh, worry about... That's not what we're talking about today. <laughs> but the next game, uh, of course... Uh, Fuzzy Dan is the only one that you're actually playing. Is Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Round
0: two, fight. Yes. Odyssey. Tell us about it. Uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. If you've played the previous game, Assassin's Creed Origins, uh, this is pretty much the same kind of game. Uh, it's a Spartan story. Essentially, you you play as a Spartan mercenary, uh, either of a brother or sister pair. You choose at the start and go with that character for the rest of the game. Um, And you're just on a trail of vengeance and discovery all across ancient Greece. Mm. Uh, It's pretty amazing. So uh, they bring in a lot of elements that they've had from previous um, iterations of Assassin's Creed uh, into this one. So very similar style to Origins, uh, very RPG-heavy focus. Um, the combat style is very similar, with one glaring exception. Um, and, yeah, it's just chock-heavy, full of content. The map is huge. Mm. Um, there is just missions galore. Every time you turn around a corner, someone's giving you a fucking mission. It's like, you know, hey, go and fetch my necklace from the bottom of the ocean. Fight off all these sharks. Okay. And then you find 50 other guys who lose their goats or need somebody <laughs> killed. Or, you know, there's, there's always <laughs> there's always something to do. Um, it follows that like I said it's a very similar style to Origins they've gone down a, a pathway with Assassin's Creed uh, Origins was a big you know they took that year off in between making their games and making that movie yes <laughs> <laughs> they needed some time to distance themselves from Fassbender. Um and they they came back with a, a pretty much a reinvented look at the Assassin's Creed franchise mm. um, yeah and that's that's where they've gone with it so they've taken what they did last time and they've amped it up again uh, to the nth degree so Anyone who's played the original series, um, you yeah, know, any sort of of the first... One to, I think, Fear yeah, 3 was yeah. generally the originals. Well, I to, one to four, I'm going to say, because... Yeah. Was there a four? There's a four. A uh, f- four? Yeah, Black Flag.
1: Was that actually titled four, though? Or was that just Black Flag? Uh,
0: I think it was titled Assassin's Creed 4, Black Flag. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Colin, whatever. But yes, yeah, <laughs> it was definitely... It was in there. So that was, the like, the fourth iteration of um, their style and, yeah, so that's that's the traditional games as I see it. And then they started branching out from there. Yeah. Um, doing a whole bunch of different stuff like this. You know, these pair of characters going through, usually like a brother-sister team. Um, you saw a lot in, I think it was Syndicate. Syndicate, yeah, yep. the British one, yep. Yep. Um, and obviously Unity, which nobody wants to talk about. It's the game that nobody which wants
1: to Which one was, that was a French one, previous Unity. to Syndicate. Yeah. yeah. yeah so I didn't
0: yeah. mind that one, to be honest. That was the buggy one that was really terrible.
1: That so. was the buggy one, but I played it, I think, a week or two after it released. And so they'd patch the crap out of it, yeah. and it was suitable.
0: Yeah, not in time to yeah ruin its reputation, but yeah. Look, I, I think they've they've made some dramatic steps forward, and you yeah. either it's going to be one of those games that I think the people lovers of the original series will either get on board for, um, or will start slowly to depart from.
1: So, yeah, yeah. So I think I think that's happened with me because I did try Origins. I've got a friend uh, who loves Assassin's Creed. It's one of his favourite times of year when Assassin's Creed comes out. Sure. We recommended Origins. I love uh, ancient Egypt, so I give it a crack, and I just could not get around it, and it it baffled me in relation to the first game was uh, sort of you know around you know ancient times in you know, Jerusalem and all that sort of stuff, and then it went to uh, the was this, uh, Renaissance, Renaissance, yeah, yeah, and then it went to you know the Civil War in the U.S., yeah, and then it went backwards again, yeah, and yep. then it went backwards again, and I went no, no, keep. Keep moving forward. I keep want, going. <laughs> I want a, 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 a cowboy one.
0: Uh, I want like a Cold War one. Where Cold you like, War. Yeah, a a World War
1: II. Yep. Like, yeah. yeah. And, and then to the point where you could even do a modern day one or a futuristic one.
0: That would be amazing.
1: But instead they just keep going backwards. To the point now where ancient Egypt and you know, ancient Greece. And I'm like, cool, I yeah. love God of War, but I'm not going to play this. And
0: I think that they've probably leveraged a little bit off um, that development of God of War and that, yeah. so that, that, that theme around there. And anyone who's seen the movie 300, there are heavy 300 references in all of this one. So The character is based off Gerard Butler? <laughs> Pretty much. Gerard yeah. Butler? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. For
1: some reason, um, I, was, I was saying Gerard Butler, but thinking Clive Owen.
0: <laughs> yeah. So one of the special moves and like yeah, that you can, special abilities that you can buy and develop over the course of the game is called the Spartan Kick. So, yeah, if you've seen 300, he kicks, uh, Gerard Butler kicks this guy in the chest and kills him, kicks him down a big hole. Fatality. Yeah, this is Sparta and then kicks this guy in the chest. It's great. Fucking great scene. Great movie. Watch that movie. Fantastic. <laughs> I've seen it. <laughs> I've seen him. Um yeah. <laughs> but yes, they, they actually literally put that in this game, and it's one of the. It's called the Spartan Kick. So yeah.
1: But there is, as you were saying, yes, that was a car horn. We are on location. Um, as you were saying, there are some some glaring negatives about this game, though, as well.
0: The biggest one for me, and you know, if you liked uh, everything about Origins and the combat style that they uh, they had in that, forget about it because that is no longer applicable forget in this game. Forget about it. Forget about it. Uh, they. One of the main things that they had was they brought in this sort of uh, new active combat system where you have a shield and a spear or a shield and something else where you could block and attack, you know, know, counterattack from there. Hmm. Uh, That was all under Origins. They have removed that ability um, remarkably in this game. So you can no longer equip a shield as part of your standard armory with with this character, which just I I have no concept of why that is a good idea as Hmm. a... When you think of a Spartan warrior, you think of. You think of the shield. A shield and a
1: spear. Right? And the tiny sword on their waist.
0: Yes. Yeah. daddy sword. And no pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll get to the loincloth in a minute. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so they've taken that away. So now it all. Like the essential moves within combat are uh, a parry. Uh, so you get to parry them. So there's no active block that you can. You can't hold a button down to block. Yeah. You have to actively time the parry. Yep. Um, and you can dodge and that is it or just keep running in circles <laughs> as i watched you prior to recording this episode you were run run, you're running and shooting arrows from a distance yep <laughs> that's how you beat the harder characters you run away slightly and shoot the, yeah, like that's and that to me is no fun i want to be able to get in close with all of these awesome weapons and attack and yeah, counterattack and block and there's some strategy involved in that and there it feels like it's just they've removed that completely yeah just and I, I just I can't think how stupid that is as a decision for a Spartan character, and I think you uh, someone one of my friends looked up today we were talking about it at work, and he looked up and he's like oh uh, the the excuse that Ubisoft gave was oh he's not the you know he's not a typical Spartan warrior he's a mercenary so he doesn't fight in the same way it's like no that's stupid just that's like saying a doctor and a fucking admin person
1: in an office don't take shits the same way. <laughs> if someone's going to hit me and I've got
0: something to protect my face I'm putting it in front of my face. Yeah. And it's not like they didn't do the shield stuff. Like, There's a bunch of characters in this game that have shields and use them quite frequently and there's a move specifically that you can develop which is almost like you have to have it as part of your arsenal where you break their shield and you know use it against them. So they've used it and developed it as part of the combat system for your enemies, but not for yourself. And it just makes no sense to me. Yeah. So um, it's a big downer on that for me. Um, the story is a bit naff. There's just so much content in this game. It's just, it's unspeakably large.
1: The One of, one of the, the reasons I stopped playing Origins, and this was probably about an hour or two after I actually started up playing the game, was... You'd do the first couple of missions, you'd go to one city, you'd meet your wife or your partner or whatever, you'd have sex in a lake, and then you'd be like, okay, I need to go assassinate... (laughs) 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 You need to go assassinate said person. And then you pull up the menu list to pick the mission, and it says you need to be level 14, and I'm level 8. So I've gone buggered, I'll go give it a crack. I don't care what the game is. If I shoot someone in the face with a bow and arrow and they're
0: not wearing a helmet, they're dead. Yeah no 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 you need see the problem is you're thinking in like a logical way what you need to do in the world of the Assassin's Creed now is you need to hit them about fifty times with an arrow in the head and then maybe you'll get about half of their health yeah <laughs> uh, that's 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 the one thing I liked with and that's that's what y- grates me
1: with Ubisoft is they make games like even similar to The Division you need to be high level to take on this guy then yeah. they're not wearing a shirt but you still need to put four clips into them before you can take them they're down. Not, but they're, they're high armour because you know they've got a special like, pocket uh, protector. Uh, <laughs> but then but then you look at the the same company did uh, Ghost Reck on Wildlands. Yes. And the way they did that game was similar to Division you know your character would level up you'd go into different areas and yeah. it, and it the actual hit detectors didn't change on the enemies, so if you still hit someone in the head without a helmet, they're dead straight away. They could be level 100. If you yeah. hit them in the head, they're dead, but they carried better weapons, yeah, and or they could see you coming and dodge and stuff.
0: And that's my <clears throat> one of my big graphs with this, is make these characters harder speak, give them, like, uh, absolutely, like, you know, give them a highest level you go. Say, you know, this guy's level 50, which is the, apparently the level cap for this game. Um so make him level fifty and make him like, you know, super strong armour but you know, and or, or have super awesome weapons or just like a hundred dudes around him. But if I hit him in the eyeball with an arrow, he's he, out he's out. If I yeah. sneak up behind him and slit his throat or stab him through the chest with a spear, he's dead. You yeah. Know? That that's still can be applicable. But now like instead of just assassinating somebody like he used to be able to sneak up on dudes and slit their throats, now it's like, Oh, you're not doing an assassination, you're doing a sneak attack. And it does like a small portion of damage. You'll, yes, you, instead of stabbing them in the head, the chest,
1: the heart, you'll slice their arm and go, "Gotcha!" Yeah, <laughs> you didn't see me coming, did you? <laughs> that is the one of first of many cuts. <laughs>
0: Death by a thousand oh. cuts. <laughs> um, yeah, hold on while I restock all of my arrows because I've used them all up. It, it just feels it feels like they've nerfed the strength of the the main characters. Yeah, they did it for Origins. I've done it again for Odyssey, and it just. It is that RPG element though. Like, you think about it, like, you go into, like, you know, some big raid battle and you're fighting against some guy and you just hit him, like, a million times and he's only half done. It's the same kind of philosophy they've got, but it yeah. doesn't work in this. It does, yeah. It works in a, we'll works in a fantasy
1: really... world because, you yeah. know, as a as you know, sorcerer, a wizard, a magician, whatever it is, yeah, you sure. need to level up your spells in order to be able to do enough damage. But yeah. in
0: this, if I hit you in the head with an arrow, you're dead. Exactly right. That's what an arrow does. I think that's pretty much its sole purpose. Unless
1: you have a shield.
0: Yeah. On your head. I mean, <laughs> head shield. <laughs> no, we've all seen 300. When the arrows
1: block out the sun, they hold up their shields.
0: We'll fight in the shade. <laughs>
1: good one, Gerard. It's <laughs> such a funny, funny game.
0: Yeah. So look, if I if I had to give this one a rating, I at the moment I'm gonna say it's it's gonna be a seven. Oh. Uh, there there is some really good quality to this. I just feel like it's it's missed the mark on so many levels. There's just they've overloaded it. It's like, hey, we'll just. Bombard them with content so they won't complain about it. Hmm. And there's, there's too much to complain about. There's so about. much
1: content they can't, they don't have enough time to pull out their phone and send a complaint. <laughs> my, my, my question is with this game, as you said, yeah. there's a lot of content, uh, it's, it's got its positives and its negatives. Now, I would say without argument, without hesitation, the biggest yeah. game coming out for 2018 is Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh yes. Yeah. When that game comes out, will you put Assassin's Creed back in your? Console? I will be
0: trading this in to buy, it, <laughs> buy Red Dead. Like, really? Yeah. I I I won't have time for this anymore. Like Red Dead is the the focus. Um, this will go easily. Like it's it's easily one of my least favorite ones. Yeah. Um, I. I enjoyed some of the directions that they took uh, the last Assassin's Creed in, yep. but now they've just taken it too far from what it originally was. So anyone who's played the original, you know, three, four games will not like this and, you know, because it's just so far away. It's it is, completely different, yeah. Yeah, they they just shoehorning in some references to... Do they
1: still have the... Uh the Assassin's A you know how like all the gauntlets used to have the A or the belt buckles or none have, of the, why yeah. is it Assassin's Creed just rename the damn thing they've, make they've, it
0: a whole new IP they've got like very few things in there that are still part of that original you know idea and I just don't think like there's no like brotherhood there's none of that you know you can't see my face there, but I,
1: yeah I'm pulling the most retarded face like I understand like this game sounds great but I honestly think more people would play it and get on board with it if it wasn't under the Assassin's
0: Banner. Yeah, call it something else. Call, yeah. like, Spartan Hero or... Yeah, yeah something like, like that. You know, give them a shield, of course, but, you know, call <laughs> it call it anything else. But I think they, they love... They've got such a beloved franchise and they've got such a, a core group, a huge core group of people yeah. that will constantly buy that game regardless of... I buy it every time I get sucked it in every time and I will say I haven't played a good Assassin's Creed game since Black Flag That's, I really enjoyed Black Flag it's it's a great game yeah. but ever since then it's gone downhill and I've been disappointed every time So. well next year I will remind you not to buy a copy of the game and I'll still do it and I'll still tell myself no don't buy this and I'll still fucking buy it
1: mind you I'm, a, I'm, a, <laughs> I'm probably the same thing when it comes to Battlefront of course I you know anything Star Wars comes out I pre-order the $150 edition and
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. all that sort
1: of stuff and I still play Battlefront it's crap Um, But of course Final round Fight We move on to a game That we've both played We're both still playing And I would dare say We both still enjoy And have a bit of fun with A couple of laughs with That of course Is the Xbox
0: One's Forza Horizon 4 Forza And I will say Right off the bat Missed opportunity With this title (laughs) How it was not F-O-U-R-Z-A Forza Is beyond me Like that, that's like Forza Horizon. <laughs> Horizon, yes. <laughs> <laughs> now with fluoride, uh, yeah. No, they missed that opportunity. Otherwise, yeah. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> of course, this is the
1: third, uh, the fourth entry into the uh, the Forza uh, series that comes out once every two years. Similar to how uh, Call of Duty used to have Treyarch and uh, Infinity War do the back when the Forza with uh, Call of Duty. We've got the normal Forza Motorsport and then the Horizon, which is more of the. Katie, a little bit of a step away from the simulations. This new Forza is set in Britain, in yes, Great Britain, Great and Britain. Um, the the catch of this game is that the seasons change as the game keeps going, which is kind of interesting.
0: Yeah, I, I will say that um, I played it through a little bit later than you, and I was catching up on some of those season changes. And it, you get you move through that pretty quick. Like it's a good, the first year you move through pretty quick. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a good couple of couple of hours to get through. Uh, and once you get through to the the game proper, um, essentially, like go they go week by week, and the seasons change, and there's like a countdown timer. Oh, uh, between each of them. So, uh, for one week it is you know currently it is winter I believe for another couple of days, um, and then it will change to spring and just roll rotate through, um, uh. and the the cars react very differently. So anyone who played uh, Horizon Three, yep would have had, uh, there was a DLC pack for, I think it was the Uh, mountain. Blizzard Blizzard Mountain. Blizzard Mountain. Yeah. And that was, you know, driving in winter. So this is essentially bringing that DLC to the actual game. Yeah. And, yeah, it's amazing. The lakes freeze over. You can skid your cars on the lake. Um, You know, uh, springtime's all slushy. and Everything's, yeah, wet pretty much, yeah. And even
1: to the point where... Uh, I'm currently in spring at the moment. Yeah. And, uh, you know, as you just come out of winter and you go into spring, the radio announcer sneezes and he's like, oh, I got a cold from winter and my body doesn't <laughs> like the hay fever. And it's, it's, it's even that tiny, tiny bit of detail saying like the announcer has a sunburn or like the radio guy has a hay fever. Yeah. So, yeah, so I'm enjoying it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's it's cool and like yeah, it, like you say, each of the the seasons have their own little touch that makes it special. Yeah, and so it makes your driving style different. So you will drive different cars. Yeah, so you know you try and drive your you know, your flat stick X rated supercar around in winter time, you're gonna have a bad time.
1: Yeah. So as <laughs> uh, as I, I had this problem, uh, I've as soon as the game uh, came out, uh, every time a Forza Horizon game comes out, I will go get it. i I love Forza Horizons. But my go-to car is always the Aston Martin DB5. Yes. It's my dream car. Has to be. Um, and I got the James Bond pack and there was the DB10. For, That's the car from Spectre. Yeah. Of course, I took the engine out of that and put in a V12, for twin turbo. Of course. And it was winter. And uh, I was fairly clenched, <laughs> <laughs> almost undrivable. <laughs> yeah, but then when when spring came around and I was on uh, you know tarmac road, yeah, I was getting you know an extra seventy k's on my speedo. Oh
0: yeah, it's it's crazy, mm. and you can obviously kit out your cars and like the customization options are great. Um, mm. Not quite the Gran Turismo level, but there are options to tune as well. Yeah, which is which is pretty awesome. So you can spec out your car however you like, and you can pretty much make it drivable in any condition. Yeah, it's just how much time you want to spend doing up your car every
1: week. Yeah, I think it. it, it but it's a, it also gives that that bit of a, not a. Re- not say replayability but a longevity in relation to okay cool i i've you know me and fuzzy played this game i have my summer aston martin db5 i have my winter db5 that's got <laughs> you know less power but a hell of a lot more grip i've got yeah. my you know spring db5 that is great on the dirt like i've got five cars of the exact same thing but all different tunes and yeah it,
0: it allows you to develop that a lot a lot better yeah and I've been introducing you to my Lancia uh, rally car. Oh, they're beautiful! Which is like it's the grippiest son of a bitch that ever did yep. grip a uh, grip. It's like this would be the key grip on any movie. <laughs> it is just grippy as hell, and so it's great for rally rally driving because you're skidding in dirt, you're drifting through, and it's just it's just super fun to ride. There was a, and there's there's also like
1: as you as you play for, of course you do the the standard, you know, go do this race, go do this race, but of course. Being that bit more of an arcade, you actually in an open world, you drive to that race and you drive to the next one, yeah. and having that bit of the, the online component, of course, and you, you get to do it offline. But I haven't laughed playing a game like Forza and so long to the point where I was, you know, clutching my knees in laughter. Was I did a uh, an off road race that Fuzzy and I did, <laughs> and we set the the. Every car has a different class, X being the best, D being the worst. Yeah. And I set the car uh, class to D100, which is the worst possible car <laughs> rating you can have. And we did an off-road up a mountain race, and the car was getting like seven kilometers an hour.
0: I think so, yeah. That was that was about it. Yeah. <laughs> and just,
1: you know, a race that normally takes two, three minutes taking about 12 minutes because you couldn't get up the mountain. Yeah. And, yeah, there's a lot of fun to be had with this game. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Like, there's just there's some shitty cars to drive. Driving around a, a race that's supposed to be super fast in shitty, shitty cars yeah. is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Like, the, the, there are a, a huge cavalcade of cars that you can drive. Pretty much anything that's awesome from the last 50 years of car making is available for you to get. Oh, yep. yeah.
1: Even, even there's, there's, you know, old school races that are 100 years old in this game. Yeah. Then of course you can take the internet and put a V12 engine in it, and yeah. you know
0: completely suck out your opponents. <laughs> it works. Yeah, and I've started doing this, um, a bunch of side missions that you can do on um, a whole different thing. You can do like drag racing or um, you can do cross-country. You can do you know street races, all sorts of stuff. There's this one where you basically buy a, um, a car rental agency which rents out supercars. And so it, like, it gives you a test drive in all of these supercars. And I am still can't get the last mission because it's basically you have to average, I think it's something like 250 kilometers an hour um, over like a five-mile... Like street race, so you're just like foot to the floor, it. <laughs> yeah, around a corner, and you're like, I should be going ninety around this thing. You're just like absolutely flooring it in this like amazing car. So yeah, it's pretty awesome. Do you have any? Uh, I, we both clearly, of course, love this game. Yep. Do you have any negatives
1: about the game? There's not much of a story because, of course, a, it's, it's a generic racing game. It's you arrive at a
0: festival and you just start racing. that's yep. basically the story. Yeah. Um, look. I, I think this game is whatever you want it to be and so for that, it's really hard for me to fault it it sucks yep. I, th- I find that you can make it as much if you like car games you're really going to enjoy this it's still not quite uh, Burnout Paradise good which oh. is like which is my 10 out of 10 that's, for that's racing. the pinnacle of racing. yeah that's right and even like the HD version that they remastered uh, earlier this year incredible like it's so good and it's trying really hard to be that and to customise for people to, to be in that same mindset Mm. Uh, but you know i I, I think there's um it's still just i I know it feels a little bit hollow uh at times so the world feels a little bit less lived in yeah Um, i'd like to see more damage to cars like it's like i could bash a car to absolute shit and run through the fields bashing into trees and all of a sudden my dent my my bonnet might look a little bit beat up and that's about it yeah Whereas you know Burnout Paradise, you can actually blow up cars. You know, you, there is a, you get, there is a
1: setting you can change in the options menu to change the damage to make it from cosmetic to actually tire pressure and wheels yeah. falling off and stuff.
0: Yeah, it's it's a little. I, I played around with it a little bit. It still doesn't feel like it max. An out actual like bash, yet. yeah. I I'd need to be able to feel like there's uh, like, for this one, there's they they actually get bonuses for smashing through stuff. Yeah. which is uh, I kind of yeah. If you're trying to promote like clean and fun racing, I don't yeah. You, know, you also get bonuses either. for clean racing. You do, yeah. but not as much as batching stuff. Oh well, you gotta you gotta <laughs> you
1: gotta you gotta, you gotta c- uh, combine the clean racing with a drift and then like a, a high speed bonus.
0: Yeah, and so, you'll yeah, like
1: quadruple your score.
0: Yeah, that's right. So it's it's a very arcadey style of racing for yeah. me, which is I can get and I can get behind, um, but it just lacks that. That edge, like it's kind of sit, it sits somewhere between uh, Burnout Paradise and Gran Turismo. Yeah. so Gran Turismo, obviously, with that super realistic, you know, yeah, you know, we're, we're keeping it straight to the line and the fun of Burnout the cars, Paradise. the cars drive like the cars drive, yeah, and that it kind of takes like there is a, uh, I like there's an art form to that, mm. but I, I do like that the fun that you can have behind this, and you can literally get in anything and you know, slam Just it around a corner, yeah, yeah. Well, I uh, the only negatives I have about this game.
1: Is I understand Gran Turismo has a, a metric fuck ton more cars than this game. Oh yeah, the and licensing for them is huge. It's massive, um, and of course the licensing for this game is still quite big. Um, the only negative I have, and and this is a, the, the tiniest of negatives is, you know, Fuzzy recently bought himself a new Mustang, his Mustang is in the game. So, of course, he can drive his car, he can upgrade that car, he can make it look like his car. And previously, I could do that with my Lancer. I could buy a black Lancer, and that's my car. But I can't do that with a uh, family SUV. I
0: mean, but does anyone... It's a fantasy car game. I want to drive around in an SUV. I drive the SUVs in in Forza.
1: Oh, like, I like I get the Jeep and I make it look like the the Jurassic Park Jeep or something like that. that.
0: I mean, great, 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 great fun. But like they, they've got uh, um, it's come back this year with a vengeance is the wheel spins. Oh, uh, yeah. they're
1: beautiful. I love. <laughs>
0: so, Previous,
1: previously in, in Forza, every time your your character leveled up, and there is no uh, cap for leveling up as well. Yeah, you just yeah. keep leveling up. Yeah, um, you get a wheel spin, which is sort of like a, a pokey's
0: jackpot sort of spin it's exactly like a but then you get a
1: super wheel spin in this one
0: which is three of them put together which is and I have lost out on all the so you can win like yeah amazing cars that you can only sort of win through the system Um, you can win upgrades for your like well for your clothing essentially you can update your driver title yeah you can update your the horns for the cars um, or you can update I think that's about it uh, you get you get funds so you can get like 100,000, oh, yeah, 200,000. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You get normal cars as well as unique faults or event cars. Yes, So right. they're pre-tuned already so you don't need to really touch them unless you want to change the color of them. Yeah. And then yeah, you'll get driver tie costumes.
0: So look, so, so there are some really cool things to to win in there. Every single time I've got one of those big ones, I've got like I remember one of them was like it was hovering between like there was a 300,000 credit bonus and there was like a super rare car up the top. And the one that it landed on in the middle for me Gold hot pants. (laughs) (laughs) Please tell me your dudes. Come on. (laughs) on. (laughs) Please tell me your dudes (laughs) wearing the gold hot pants. (laughs) I will make sure that I put it on tonight. That's that
1: probably also goes along with one of my other negatives is the. The customization in relation to attire and clothing for your character is out fucking standing. It is beautiful. You can yeah. you can make him look like a '90s rock star. You can make him look like yeah, mine's wearing a suit. You can make him do
0: anything. You essentially pretty wear much anything, anything, anything you want. your hipster dreams could imagine. You can become in this. Basically, it's super hipster. Like it's I, like old, It's aggressively hipster, is what. it but is. But it's fine. I can I can <laughs> I can make
1: my my character look like Dave Grohl and Josh Home had a baby. It's fine. But the only problem I find is when you choose a character, like uh, essentially uh, what your character's face looks like, you can't customize that. You can't remove the hair and add a beard or, or something like that. You can't do those little tiny uh, yeah, okay, personal customizations. Rather than sure. clothing, that's that's probably better. But the soundtrack for this game is beautiful. It's the first time in four Horizon games I left the radio on. Oh, okay. I normally turn the radio off and just listen to the. You drive a car through a tunnel. We've done that. You know, oh, playing online. man, that sounds so cool. It's it's sex going through your headphones. It's perfect. <laughs> but like, this is the first time, of course, I've I've left the, the rock radio station on and Queen's of the Stone Age startup and I'm like, this is my
0: song. And yeah. just the music works perfectly for this game. I mean, the pop station's great too. There's a lot of ABBA on there. Already. Is it? So, no. <laughs> I don't fucking know I turn the radio off I, to me like you talked about the announcers and uh, I get the detail behind it but those guys give me the shit so yeah no. no I don't if know if you know this but there's a barn find out there there's a barn in the <laughs> middle uh, of nowhere there's a barn yeah there's like these people with these ter- like it sounds like I know they're probably English people but it sounds like people putting on terrible coffee accents <laughs> um, you know it's like how David Beckham speaks it's like no that's fake Oh, Charlie Hunnam, like that guy's actually English, and he sounds like he's from fucking I don't know New Jersey.
1: Isn't he from the Sons of Anarchy? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Charlie Hunnam. That's Jax. all I know I'm from. Yeah, Jax yeah. and Pacific Rim. Pacific Rim. Oh yeah, but this and isn't... the
0: new King Arthur movie from Guy Ritchie. It's uh... terrible.
1: <laughs> uh, but they're are the three games we've, uh, we've we've been playing this week.
0: Yeah, lots going on, man. Yeah, it is the season
1: for new games. But next week, of course, Mr. Fuzzy Dan
0: Oh boy.
1: I, th- I think it's only going to be the one game. It's Red Dead Redemption.
0: Oh, I was going to play Hello Kitty Paradise Island. No, yeah. Island Adventure. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: but of course, uh, this week, we've, uh, or early, late last week, we had uh, the new Call of Duty game that came out as well. Yep. Um, from what I've been looking at, that it's just been, it's the greatest Call of Duty game ever. It doesn't have a campaign. Uh, the mechanics don't work. Uh, there's there's a, there's little Wait, to this. They
0: don't have a campaign for a. Call there's no of single play in this. What?
1: It is it is three modes. It is the standard online versus team deathmatchy sort of stuff. Yeah. It is the zombie mode. Yeah. Which is standard now, and it's got a battle royale mode. Oh, PUBG. Yeah. PUBG and Call <laughs> of Duty. Yeah. That's basically all it <laughs> is. It's it's those three and that's it. There's yep. no there's no campaign, um, which honestly I couldn't give a damn for.
0: I'd rather play Fortnite.
1: I would rather play another. <laughs> um, and of course, Starlink is coming out uh, tomorrow. Oh, yes. Which is the, what, fucking 17th of December. Uh, October.
0: Yep. October, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the other month.
1: Yeah, uh, which of course is Toys to Life, but of course you can play the game without the toys, apparently. Yes, so, you can. But I'm not going to touch it.
0: Nah, not no, not a fan.
1: Unless JB Hi-Fi give me a copy to review... I'm not going to touch it. I mean, or Amazon,
0: like either of those or two. Amazon. Yeah, you Amazon. Know, come on. Yeah.
1: I have put brother out. I have put through my requests. I, uh, I do do reviews for JB Hi-Fi's magazine stack. I have put through a review. I've essentially gone, here's the list of what I want to review for Q4. <laughs> the big one being Red Dead Redemption You 2. just put Red Dead <laughs> in like big letters. <laughs> but I put in games that they forgot, like Hitman 2. Oh, which yeah. Which is also co-op.
0: Yeah. It's on oh, co-op. We so, magic. Damn, I love some Hitman. I love me some Hitman.
1: But, of course, uh, next week I think we'll be talking about Red Dead. Yes, we will. Everything we're looking forward to. The previous Red Dead Redemption number one, Red Dead Revolver, everything that's come probably before it. And then the dilemma that I have of whether to get it on Xbox or PlayStation. Oh, man. Oh, man. It's tough. It's tough because I'll have more fun on PlayStation, but I play Xbox mainly. Yeah. It's going to be hard.
0: It's going to be tough, man. (laughs) We're going to have to fight it out. I reckon we should flip a coin for it. I think you should just come to Xbox. <laughs> See, this oh. is the benefit of having both, duty. <laughs> yeah, you got a point. Benefit slash curse. Yeah, but I don't have PlayStation Plus. So. Just, let's just buy two copies. One of each.
1: Oh, yeah, that'll work. <laughs> Claim it on tax. <laughs> but it's fussy, a work expense. Fuzzy Dan, you also do uh, another podcast as well. So this is your side
0: bitch. What is your main bitch? Oh, my main lady. Yeah. <laughs> My lady. <laughs> my lady. Uh, my main lady is Who Spiked the Puns? Um, it's a company movie podcast where we talk about movies. And you've got a big one coming up uh, this weekend. <laughs> Brag. Um, <laughs> yes. Big. <laughs> <It's We're huge. laughs> real big. <laughs> so big. Uh, <laughs> we're doing a big one this week with um, a bunch of local mob- Melbourne podcasters. Melbourne? Melbourne podcasters. We're going to be doing Donny Sharko. I just watched Donnie Darko last night. Uh, I, I'm not going to even ask you <laughs> how it went because I want to save that. Keep it fresh. Uh, so Donnie Darko and uh, the movie Sharknado. Um, so we've got a bunch of podcasters. So we're going to have Shake and Not Nerd. We're going to have our boys from Picture This. Picture This. Uh, we're going to have the other boys from San Dimas School of Film. Um, and, of course, me. So, yeah. Oh, man, the man of the hour. Oh, He's, the man of the hour. He runs two podcasts now. There he is. <laughs> Um, yeah so it's gonna be great it's gonna be a lot of fun um, you are the crown wear the crown be the crown <laughs> <laughs> something about spirit fingers um, so yeah so it's gonna be a lot of fun uh, stay tuned that's actually gonna be a three episode arc wow so break that down motherfuckers so yeah, that's stay, tuned. stay tuned Stay it's gonna be three weeks you gotta listen to all three episodes to understand what's going on by the third one yeah um, it's gonna be great looking forward to it Duty and yourself uh, yeah, this
1: week we are, of course, doing the Who Spiked the Puns Megasode, which we're looking forward to. Uh, a little a little teaser for yourself there, Fuzzy Dan, and for the listeners at home. I was watching Donnie Darko. I messaged the Shaken Not No Chat, which contains the four boys of the hosts, and said, I'm watching Donnie Darko. I have some thoughts. And Tom says, tread carefully.
0: <laughs>
1: Very carefully. Ooh. Tom uh, revealing a bit of his emo past there. Oh, look, man, we both had long fringes and eyeliner. <laughs> Don't you worry about that. Um, I need photos. <laughs> uh, yes, we've got that. And of course, uh, the same day we record your episode, we are doing. The history of Halloween. So we're gonna go back and watch the original Halloween movie before oh, the new nice. one comes out with Emmy Cosplay. So she was on for the Meg.
0: Yes. And
1: I'm not gonna be hungover for that one. <laughs> <laughs> Vomiting in the toilet at halftime. <laughs> hey man, it's my proudest achievement.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, but we hope you've enjoyed this episode of Shaking Not Noob. Yes. This is the side spin-off project. We're gonna talk nothing about video nothing but video games. Nothing about video games no. either.
0: <laughs> Just go back and delete it all. And I think we're going to have to do live every time. Live live recordings from... I'm happy with that. Yeah, I've had a beer.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I've had a
0: beer. I'm happy.
1: My spirits are fingering. <laughs> <laughs> That's been awesome. How do we sign off? Uh, I am Doody Dootrim. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and we'll see you next week. Ciao. Yep, no. <laughs>